Welcome to the Quartering Podcast for Monday, the 7th of November. First up, Ethan Klein permanently banned by Elon Musk. The H3 podcast host goes full meltdown on Twitter. Today is going to be full of amazing consequence culture, as they like to say. And I'm just going to ask if you haven't yet, just if you haven't yet, I hope I will earn your subscription today. There's a button down below the video. If only, oh, if it isn't the consequences of my actions. Ethan Klein permanently banned uh, after asking for it, literally asking for it. And, and the best part is the reaction, the absolute meltdown by morons has been one of the biggest chef's kisses. I mean, I could barely sleep last night. I, I, I need to invest in some sort of uh, sodium. I need to drink more water. Maybe I would pass all the sodium out. It, it's been hilarious. I'm going to show you how we got here. Pop Crave. Twitter suspends Ethan Klein despite him following Elon Musk's stated guideline for parody accounts, except he did not follow the stated guideline for parody accounts. It, any idiot can see that 95,000 people like this tweet. Top reply, parody has to be listed in the screen name. It says so right in the TOS. And by the way, here's another common thing people like. Oh, he just changed the terms of service. No, this is the old terms of service. It should be in the Twitter name, clear as day, not in bio. And then so the left is saying like, oh, well, it's, it's, uh, it's not fair. It, it was just parody, bro. No, it wasn't. And it was always in the rules. Look, the whole purpose of the blue check mark, the verified check mark, was to tell people that you are the person you say you are. When you then use that privilege to deliberately mislead people and pretend you're someone else, you get suspended. It's not parody. It's not comedy. It's literally in the terms of service. And it's just so funny because these, these are the same people, all these leftists that got banned yesterday. And by the way, the best part is, Ethan Klein wasn't even the first person to make the joke. He was like the 50th moron to make the same stupid joke, change their profile picture to Elon Musk, and then say something heinous. And he got permanently suspended for it. 2.3 million followers. Dumb. And, and also, let me say this. I, and you could tell that these people, like, he immediately ran to uh, the H3 podcast Twitter account to angrily tweet about it. These people are addicted to Twitter terminally. And this is the biggest cope we've seen since the 2016 election results night. I mean, there is what, what Ethan's going to try to convince people of is that he meant to do it, that he was proving a point that Elon doesn't allow comedy wrong because when Ethan Klein was doing these tweets last night, he didn't even bother to read the terms of service. And I'm going to explain it all to you nice and clearly. Ethan Klein banned on Twitter after mocking Elon Musk over verification fiasco. Again, DeSerto, incorrect. Connor Bennett, you are incorrect. Following Musk's post about parody accounts being fine, the H3 star started impersonating the South African business magnate. The YouTube star made a number of posts about horrible things, let's just say. Um, and then he would write, let it be known this is a parody account. Um, it doesn't actually work like that. 
Though he reveled via revealed via the H3 podcast again that he'd been banned shortly after impersonation posts. Comedy is dead on Twitter and Elon Musk killed it. Uh, wrong. That's just not true. It wasn't comedy. You were literally impersonating. Now, a lot of people say, well, what about Count Dankula? Well, I believe he's had several like kind of viral uh, like impersonation times, but he was never impersonating someone else. Like it was just a fake person until now recently when he did to Donald Trump, when he impersonated Donald Trump and he got uh, banned until he changed everything on his account immediately, like within minutes of that. Now, the length of the suspension is is unclear. Well, you know, according to Elon Musk, this is a permanent ban. Now, these are some of the things that is that is comedy. Now. Again, he did not indicate anywhere here that this is a parody account. What he did was change his name and take the profile picture from Elon Musk and then uh, say heinous things. People are going to say the N-word on Twitter. That's a sacrifice I'm willing to accept for the cause of free speech. Tesla Autopilot is only responsible for six accidental deaths. That sounds bad, but when compared to how many people pass away from car accidents, it's really not that serious. I mean, that's actually a fair point, though. That's not even a joke. Yes, I could have ended world hunger instead of buying Twitter. No, you couldn't. That's not how it works. People don't eat money. Uh, But people don't understand the importance of having free and open forum. If somebody passes away of starvation in Sudan, how much money have you donated, Ethan Klein? You're a multimillionaire. What have you done to fight hunger? Oh, nothing? That's a common leftist thing. You could have ended world hunger. Oh, yeah, we also launched... Peppermint hot cocoa, our very our fourth uh, cocoa flavor. <laughs> you see, here's the thing. You see, apparently leftists cannot read. LOL. Remember the people upset over the H3 and Griffin being banned are the same people who were okay with the Babylon B getting locked out for stating a fact. Here's the rules. And by the way, again, these are the old rules. All right. And I'm going to also talk about how. I can, I'll, I'll prove to you that Ethan really didn't want to get banned. Okay. So here's the policy. What is parody commentary or a fan account? Let's just read this. What is required on this product to avoid confusing others about an account's affiliation, parody commentary, and fan accounts must distinguish themselves in both their account name and bio. Meaning you have to have like Elon Musk parody or, uh, you know, uh, you can see the account name should clearly indicate that the account is not affiliated with subject portrayed in the profile. Accounts can indicate this by incorporating, incorporating such words as, you know, parody and, and things of that nature. And you can look. Can somebody point out where this says that it's parody? Just because it, it's not at Elon Musk does not mean, look, I have at the quartering, right? And people can change your name to the quartering. And, uh, you know, it doesn't, it's me, but it's not my legal name. So Elon's handle could absolutely have been H3H3 Productions. That's why it's a clear violation of the rule. But these morons keep saying, like, (laughs) keep pretending like, oh, comedy's dead, parody's dead. And here's how I know that Ethan uh, wasn't trying to get banned. 
he really didn't want to get banned because when he was tweeting this stuff out, he updated his banner. You can see Twitter. Ah, terms of service. You will not impersonate other people. I agree. I'm Elon Musk. You are banned. No. Before he was suspended, he uh, updated his banner and wrote parody like in a crappy Microsoft Paint thing. And then he followed every one of his posts by saying it's parody, neither of which actually follow the Twitter terms of service for parody. So really the real reason Ethan got banned is he was too lazy to read the rule. He was too uninformed to actually read the rule. What he's used to is never having to face any consequences in life for the things that he does. You know, remember, remember, remember how he was like, uh, having a complete meltdown because YouTube suspended him for a week after saying heinous things about Ben Shapiro. Remember that? Again, it's not an, an impersonation crackdown. It's just, well, I suppose it is, but it's the rules. And he wasn't really making a joke. He was using his account to say heinous things about, as if uh, to impersonate Elon Musk saying heinous things. That was the joke. He was like the hundredth uh, clown to do it, but he caught a ban. And he's going to pretend like he didn't, like he just meant to do it. Wrong. Like, wrong. You know, I don't know. I hate Ethan Klein, but Elon is on a power trip. I don't, th I don't believe that Ethan Klein that Elon ba banned him, like Elon logged in and banned him. They're just enforcing the policy. I mean, it's very clear he did not, that he did not. You see, Ethan Klein was required by the terms of service to put some sort of parody indicator in his account name. Ethan Klein did not do this. Therefore, he was banned. The account name should clearly indicate that the account is not affiliated with the subject portrayed in the profile. Accounts can indicate this by incorporating words such as, but not limited to, parody, fake, fan, or commentary. This language should be stated in a way that can be understood by the intended audience. Please note that the account name is separate from the username. So he did not follow the ter terms of service. So then what's what they're pushing now, what the, what the left is pushing is, there's no comedy left on Twitter. I disagree. This is hilarious. And next up today, Elon Musk just revealed massive corruption at Twitter. Ah, uh, well, a lot of us already suspected that there were some shenanigans going on around the Twitter verification system. And it looks like Twitter's new $8 ver verification price has revealed that internally, allegedly, and seemingly confirmed by Elon Musk, that Twitter employees were selling verification to people for as much as $15,000. And I've got several receipts for you. This is absolute insanity. And I suspected, I suspect there'll be so many more uh, of these uh, corrupt Twitter employees revealed, and it looks like there's an investigation going on. And I'm absolutely pumped uh, to 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 find out who exactly did this. As somebody who has been denied for no reason for years verification, somebody with a million subscriber account, somebody with active impersonators on Twitter, the perfect person to 
request verification and continually be denied, this is a little nice for me to see. Now, it all started with this tweet. Twitter employees were willing to sell verification for upwards of $15,000 for certain accounts, mine included. Now, this is the Wall, Wall Street Bets chairman writing this. They would refuse to verify you through the standard application and then privately offer to verify you for money behind the scenes investigation needed. Elon Musk replies, yup. Just a simple yup. Oh, but there's more. There's more. $12,000, well-deserved L for anyone that actually purchased this. Here's a uh, verified person. Let's get your account verified. I can get it done within two weeks. $12,000, I can verify you today. How do you verify someone else? With press and internal contacts. But like, how do you get it into Twitter? We have contacts. This values any project much more than $12,000 that I'm doing for you. There are other partners of ours who have made millions. Will you want to do the service with us? Now, I suspect that what it is is a combination of fluff articles that get written and then internal contacts at Twitter that push through verification. Again, I have a personal kind of vendetta against the verification because not because I've been denied, but because I actually needed it. Like I have people impersonating me on Twitter. I had sent them all the impersonator accounts. They never did anything about them. And they would refuse to ban my account, even though I have countless articles written about me, uh, about all this, all the little things that they say you need, I have. And they would just say I'm not noteworthy enough. Yet there are journals with 1,800 followers or 800 followers that are verified. So here's one conversation. Now, see, Elon Musk agrees Twitter employees sold verification. A recent thread of tweets from Elon Musk has brought a light a pay-to-play scheme involving Twitter verification badges. Twitter verification badges are coveted status symbols. Not anymore. They enable verified users to interact almost entirely with other verified users through a special response tab. Musk stated that the system was awarding those badges that was awarding them was so flawed that anyone could buy it from a third party. You see here, this goes back to November 4th, okay? I'm not saying bad showing, I'm not saying a bad showing you're a paid subscriber is a bad idea. I'm saying that that conflating verification with being a paid subscriber is unwise. If implemented, it should be a different badge than the verification checkmark, and it should be optional to show, in my opinion. Elon Rice writes, far too many legacy, quote, verified checkmarks were handed out often arbitrarily, so in reality, they are in fact not verified. You can buy as many as you want right now with a Google search. Piggybacking off a payment system plus Apple slash Android is a much better way to ensure verification. 100% right. What, what they're talking about or what people are worried about is there's a couple of things here. Perhaps some of the loudest complainers about the plebs having an opportunity to be verified Maybe they're saying that because they spent a bunch of money getting verified. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't know. Like maybe they spent, maybe they spent that kind of money. Now, I, I mean, almost certainly somebody was spending that money because 
these services wouldn't exist if people weren't buying it, right? I mean, it's pretty obvious. So you have the people that, so what Elon is saying is being truly verified is contaminated anyway. In response to Elon's tweet, a user alleged that Twitter employees were selling verification for around 15K. Now, how much of that was going to Twitter employees? It's difficult to know. My guess is they were paying. They had writers at certain outlets who would write these articles that they would pay for. Then they would use those articles and Twitter contacts, maybe some money exchange hands there. Either way, um, the system was compromised. Twitter would refuse to verify them through standard application process and instead offer to do so privately for an exorbitant fee. Interesting. If an investigation finds that a pay-to-play scheme exists at the company, it is unknown what punishments current or former Twitter employees could be subject to in the future. Well, I'd, I'd assume jail. Like, I, I would assume jail. Now, I'm not exactly sure. I'm still not really sold on this. You know, everybody pays eight dollars for a check mark. Like, if if you want if you want me to pay eight dollars, then like you've got to offer additional services. So for me, a content creator, being able to upload longer form videos like this one to Twitter directly and perhaps earn a few pennies from monetization for people that would rather just watch my video on Twitter, it's worth eight bucks. Is it worth the eight bucks for just people who use Twitter? Not really. I mean, it does have like that, it has that like, you know, trending news. You get like this little thing here, see what everyone's talking about, you know, Twitter and chaos, Mastodon's on fire. I mean, Mastodon will never compete with Twitter. I mean, it's interesting, but boomers will never understand it. Uh, and it's like everybody's siloed and oh no, the app's not working. Elon must personally must be see like people you follow people. They follow. You can see that kind of stuff. Here's some more confirmation. Brendan Dilly, uh, host of the Dilly show. <laughs> I can confirm this. I was offered verification on in June of 2015 as I was an author and a speaker. The price I was told was $13,000. Obviously I couldn't afford it and continued on. Elon bought a crime scene, and now people are finding out just how bad it is. Here's Ashley Rinsberg, uh, another media journalism tech. I experienced the same thing around 14,000 payable in Ethereum. In, in Ethereum, I'm a journalist who regularly appears on national news. I've published a Daily Beast, New York Post, HuffPost, Spectator, Fox, and others. I've broken, I've broken national security and coof corruption stories. But I tripped the wrong wire at Trad Twitter, no, no verification, pay $14,000. 100% right. Like, I know that they're not verifying me because I make fun of woke idiots. Like, I know that's a fact, right? There, there's not a lot of, like, you know, uh, uh, people who make this type of YouTube videos that get verified. Now, Nerdrotic got verified, no shade there, but perhaps he's a little more, he's pissed off a few less people. I don't know, but like, it, it, you know, what's interesting is like those soy lattes weren't going to pay for themselves. You see, uh, well, that was a roller coaster. You could see the price I was told 13 K then you see, um, but why don't we, why haven't we heard about this sooner? Does someone have receipts? Honestly, it was a fairly known thing. Mine was offered to me by a PR firm in LA who wanted to represent me. I didn't investigate it further at the time because $13,000 might as well have been a million dollars. 
So what you're actually saying is a PR firm tried to charge $13,000 for something that is free, not Twitter itself, and you think that's proof of impropriety. Bro, this isn't court, and I'm not trying to win your approval. Cut your hair, hippie. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I think were the Twitter employees themselves pocketing that much money? It's difficult to say. What they were probably doing is they had some people internally, contacts that they could reach out to, and they could say like, hey, could you maybe expedite this verification review process? Or could you maybe help a brother out here? That's probably what it was. Uh, but that means that there are lots and lots of people that are verified um, by inorganic, using inorganic uh, verification processes. So for me, that's all I need to know. Like 12K, now you can already get them online for 500 to $1,000. Seen $50 as of last night. I mean, blue check floor dropping. Yeah, I mean, he's essentially devalued the blue check mark. And maybe down the road, this is actually a good thing because people are just people, right? And like you can, I mean, at the worst case, if you want to say, I want the same access as any other, anybody else, you could pay $8 a month. Is it money that most people want to pay? No. But is it a service that most people need? No. Um, I, I'm, I'm cautious about the, you know, priority and replies and stuff like that. I think the reply shouldn't be prioritized by blue check marks. I don't think that that should be the case. But we haven't really seen how it's going to roll out yet. And uh, it's going to be interesting. You know, Mastodon right now is getting a lot of new users. But so did Parler. And so did Getter. And, you know, and so, and so did Truth Social. So it's going to be uh, pretty interesting uh, to see how things shake out after the election. It's going to be really, really interesting as Elon continues to dig through the trash that is Twitter as well. And next up, Elon Musk bans leftist trash from Twitter and Kathy Griffin uses her dead mom's account to cope. <sighs> now, far be it for me to, um, to, to, to judge others for being hopelessly addicted to Twitter, but there are levels... Of, of being addicted to Twitter and like admitting it. And then there's a level of hypocrisy that we've seen from like Chris Cluey, a washed up former kicker, far leftist lunatic on Twitter, uh, Kathy Griffin and Ethan Klein. All these people are relatively irrelevant. Honestly, to give a little bit of credit, I'd say Ethan Klein is more relevant than Kathy Griffin or uh, Chris Cluey or any of the other clowns that got banned yesterday. Um, but they all all had this similar thing in common, and that is that they felt like the rules didn't apply to them. Kathy Griffin, known for well relatively nothing, uh, was suspended permanently from Twitter yesterday after, of course, breaking existing impersonation rules on the platform. And in what is totally not the own that she thinks it is, she immediately ran to her dead mother's Twitter account to pretend like she didn't care about getting banned from Twitter. I'm not kidding. She was, she totally didn't need Twitter and she was going to stick it to Elon by impersonating him and breaking the rules of verified Twitter. And within seconds of her suspension, logged into her dead mother's account so she could continue to tell everybody on Twitter about how little she needed Twitter. Comedian Kathy Griffin suspended from Twitter after mocking CEO Elon Musk. 
Wasn't clear whether the suspension was a direct result of a ribbing the billionaire, but Musk warned that impersonator accounts without parody label would be banned. It's like, it's like that old adage that I talk about with like leftists where they like punch a beehive and they're like, oh, all these racist bees are stinging me. Comedian, I'm sure they're using this term lightly. Kathy Griffin's Twitter account was suspended on Sunday, the same day she changed her profile title to Elon Musk and mocked the new CEO. It wasn't clear whether the suspension was permanent or a direct result of her mockery. Oh, it's permanent. Twitter's policy has always prohibited impersonation. There you go. Who is this? NBC actually reported this? NBC reported the truth? What? Musk would appear to be the main beneficiary of his policy, which might seem to contradict his claim of free speech absolutist. Examples for suspension were impersonating other people without the parody label were few. There were a few users, uh, pages who were impersonating right-wing provocateur, Andy No, he's not a provocateur, who appealed to Musk personally to take action. And someone whose page impersonated actor Keanu Reeves uh, to criticize Musk's parody policy. So a couple of people that were banned. Here are two verified accounts that I've seen suspended from impersonating someone other than Elon Musk. So it's not just Elon. Here you have uh, Andy No, And then uh, Abner. I didn't get suspended for showing the flaw in the system. It was because I called Elon a bully. So he was verified. And he changes account to Keanu Reeves. It's really pathetic, actually. It's like them admitting that they don't have enough clout on their own, so they impersonate somebody. And again, this is like totally not a free speech issue. Like, there is no rule if he had just tweeted, Elon really gets off on winding people up, teasing and bullying them. It's hard to like someone like that. If he had just tweeted that under his own his own account, there would have been no penalty for that. There would have been no, there there would have been no suspension. But he changed his name to Keanu Reeves. He changed his profile image to Keanu Reeves. He effed around and he found out. And then Andy replies, "You sound quite upset that he wasn't allowed to continue to impersonate me using his verified account, Ben." In recent days, a wave of Twitter users changed their profile titles to his and made statements intended to critique his libertarian outlook and tenure at the platform, which he controls after purchasing it. Griffin used her Elon Musk account Sunday to urge Americans to vote for Democrats. Well, hilariously, Elon today used his own actual Twitter account and urged people to vote for Republicans. Now, what's funny is, is this is like, you know, and then what's also hilarious is these people are all running to Mastodon, right? There's nobody there. And nobody, none of these boomer leftoids know how to use it. Breaking Kathy Griffin has been permanently suspended from Twitter for impersonating Elon Musk. This comes after Musk announced that verified users engaging impersonation would be suspended. I will point out, though, that this was always the rule. Always has been. Space guy meme insertion. Here are Kathy's last two posts on her Mastodon account, which she created after Elon Musk took control of Twitter. Elon just locked my Twitter account. I guess not all the content moderators were let go. LOL. 
I'm wreaking a little havoc on Twitter right now. I'm feeling quite smug. <laughs> Elon melting down on Twitter because of me and Valerie Bertinelli. Hashtag free Kathy is trending on Twitter. Ah, it doesn't really seem like this is the copium. I can't even handle it. Oh boy, Elon just tweeted me on Maggie's Twitter account. On tw uh, he tweeted a joke that he stole from literally hundreds of other posters prior to him putting it out there. The bros are coming for me. She's irrelevant. I know. I thought Keratop was passed away. You know the usual. He's such a drama queen. As she continues to totally not cope. And then, by the way, here's what I would say. Uh... Here is an open Kathy Griffin update. This is KG. I'm tweeting from my dead mother's account. I mean, yikes. And by the way, this is ban evasion. Now, do I care enough to go out of my way and report it? Not really. But it is ban evasion. Right? And like, oh, wow, 1,500 likes. That's almost cool. And then you see... Apologize in advance for all the comments you're going to have to read about how ugly I am and how they're probably going to throw you in there too. Oh, by the way, this is Kathy Griffin. I'm tweeting from my dead mother's account. She would not mind. I mean, it seems like ban evasion, right? I mean, th this is a classic. I see transmission from Kathy Griffin, who's recently suspended. I put Elon Musk on my name, even though it said Kathy Griffin. Again, you didn't read the rules. You didn't read the rules. You could have had a case. You could have had an argument that you were unfairly banned. You know, that, that, that this wasn't fair. If you had only taken 10 seconds to read the rules. Rules that existed before Elon took over. And you see here, breaking Kathy Griffin has been permanently suspended from Twitter for impersonating Elon Musk. Elon writes back, actually, she was suspended for impersonating a comedian. Then Kathy replies, I mean, you stole that joke, you a-hole. People have been posting that joke for hours, you hack. I mean, okay. If she really, if she really wants her account back, she can have it for $8. <laughs> Your feedback is appreciated. Now pay eight. It's like... This this is so hilarious that it's like what what you're seeing is what you're seeing is the the elite right suddenly having to follow the same rules all of us do and you see this like Kathy Griffin uses her late mom's account to evade Twitter ban chides Elon Musk this is the most press that she's ever got oh yeah but she really wants our compact she can have it. For $8. I mean, the real Griffin, however, was not seeing the funny side as she posted a series of angry responses from her suspension from her late mom, uh, her late mom account. Her late mom lived to 99. Shout out to her. That's, that's pretty good. Um, she responded to a flurry of posts about her suspension, including must joke that she'd been suspended for being faking being a comedian. I mean, and then you look at the media. What's hilarious to me about this? The, read this headline, okay? Kathy Griffin is trolling Elon from her dead mom's Twitter after he suspended her. This isn't the like this isn't the the own that you think it is. 
Like, you get that you're saying alternate title. Kathy Griffin has never been more irrelevant. She got a shred of shine by being suspended, and she's so hopelessly addicted to Twitter that she logged onto her dead mother's account to get back onto Twitter within minutes. You know, I love how people are just are justifying that Kathy Griffin was making comedy on Twitter when she tweeted to vote blue in the likeness of Elon Musk. Ladies and gentlemen, that's not comedy. That's manipulation. Well, it's yeah, I mean, it's obvious. I mean, it's it's impersonation. It's it's completely impersonation. And it's absolutely hilarious that it completely just blew up in her face. I sincerely hope that that her suspension is permanent because, you know, it's just gonna. Oh, it's just going to eat her alive. Or maybe she could pay the $8, which would also be funny. But I think, you know, it'd be like, hey, you're paying $8 a month every month to be back on this platform you're hopelessly addicted to. Good luck figuring out Mastodon, 70-year-old Kathy Griffin or however old you are. And last up today, Facebook collapses, 12,000 fired. Stock loses nearly $1 trillion. It seems like we are building back better. That's right. Elon Musk laid off 3,700 people last week. He walked so Mark Zuckerberg could run. As reports now indicate, Facebook will terminate thousands of jobs this week after the stock has plummeted 72% in just one year. 72%. Now, Facebook is still making money, which is interesting it's oftentimes people forget how the stock market doesn't necessarily, you may be making money, but the stock market wants you to be making all of the money, not just some of the money, all of the money. And so you can see, boy, if you love Facebook at $350 a share, then you're going to love it at $88 a share or $94 a share right now. That is in one year. One year, billions in market cap lost. Billions for a high of $353. People are buying it at that. And then it's gone nothing but down. There's a lot of reasons for that. And it starts with over having a bloated staff and, and essentially not offering anything. See, what a lot of these platforms are doing is they're saying, okay, uh, how can we get the Zoomers, right? Young people nowadays are not signing up for Facebook accounts, at least at, not at the rate they used to, right? It's also kind of true of YouTube. They're using TikTok. They're using Snapchat. They're using whatever, you know, phone apps. They're on their phone 24-7, just like the government wants. And so uh, sites like YouTube institute YouTube shorts, and they tell creators like me, make shorts. We won't pay you any money. But you need to make shorts, otherwise you're not going to get any new subscribers, which is basically the only reason I do shorts. I make time. I spend a half hour to 45 minutes every single day mining videos just so I can find new viewers. And it's it's worth it. By the way, shout out if you're one of the viewers who found me in shorts. I'm really glad you're here. And if, if you're just a viewer that's coming across a video or you haven't yet subscribed, please do click that subscribe button down below. It means a lot. Like It helps the channel a ton. And uh, I know you might have to create an account or whatever, but I still greatly, greatly appreciate it. Kids aren't joining Facebook as much. They're on other things. People that do use Facebook are either dying off 
or abandoning Facebook because Facebook has decided to alienate 50% or more of the people that are actually still on Facebook. Facebook planning large-scale layoffs of thousands of workers following hiring freeze and 70% fall in share price this year. Facebook and CEO Mark Zuckerberg is planning to lay off 12,000 people. 12,000 people. In the last 14 days, you're going to have 16,000 tech workers laid off. 16,000 people are probably making a median income of 150 to 200 grand a year. Gone. I wonder, you know, Facebook works so hard to help the Democrats, in my opinion. I wonder how those employees feel now. It's going to, it's a, it's a rough job market out, market, market out there. And I get the feeling that people that work at Facebook and, uh, you know, this type of, uh, these areas, Probably not uh, going to have a huge OnlyFans career. Facebook is planning to begin large-scale layoffs this week that will affect thousands of employees with the announcement planned as early as Wednesday. Facebook parent company Meta Platforms Inc. forecast a weak holiday quarter and significantly more cost next year, wiping out $67 billion from Meta's stock market value adding them uh, to more than half a trillion dollars already lost this year. Half $500 billion lost this year. The disappointing outcome comes as Meta is contending with slow global economic growth, competition from TikTok, privacy changes from Apple, concerns about massive spending on the metaverse, and ever-present threat of regulation. Well, the problem is the metaverse is dumb and, and very few people actually, I mean, there's probably a few people out there that will enjoy it here and there, you know, um, except Mark's like balls deep in the metaverse and he's spent a lot of money on it and there's just no uptake. The impending layoffs were first reported in the Wall Street Journal. Chief Executive Mark Zuckerberg has said that he expects the metaverse investments to take about a decade to bear fruit. In the meantime, he's had to freeze hiring, shutter projects, reorganize items to trim cost. I mean, you can look at the stocks as like, I mean, just brutal. In 2023, we're going to focus our investments on a small number of high priority growth areas. <laughs> that means short videos, I bet. So that means some teams will grow meaningfully, but most other teams will stay flat or shrink over the next year. In aggregate, we expect to end 2023 as either roughly the same size or even slightly smaller organization than we are today, Zuckerberg said on an earnings call early October. The social media company had in June cut plans to hire engineers by at least 30%, Zuckerberg warning employees to brace for an economic downturn. But his shareholders, in an open letter to Mark Zuckerberg, had previously said that the company needed to streamline by cutting jobs and capital expenditure Adding Meta had lost investor confidence as it's ramped up spending and pivoted to the metaverse. Altimeter said the annual free cash flow can be doubled to $40 billion if Zuckerberg cuts 17,000 jobs, trimmed capital expenditures by at least $5 billion to $25 billion a year, and capped annual investment in the metaverse to $5 billion instead of the current 10. This is what I'm talking about with, with publicly traded companies and why they're so, they're so tough. This is why companies... When they go public, sometimes they make decisions that you don't really understand. Like this is literally an investment firm 
telling Facebook to fire people and Facebook is doing it, you know? Meta needs to rebuild confidence with investors, employees, and the tech community in order to attract, inspire, and retain the best people in the world. Alternative CEO Brad Don't Cares wrote in the letter, in short, Meta needs to get fit and get focused. I mean, I think that's basically true of most of these big tech companies. I don't think that tw Twitter was alone in, uh, uh, you know, the being bloated. As you can see, if Facebook can cut 12, I mean, have you noticed anything different on Twitter after they cut 4,000 employees on Friday? I haven't. 12,000 employees getting cut, like, that's insanely massive. According to the documents that were seen by the Wall Street Journal, the company has planned to hit 500,000 users of its virtual reality platform. Horizon, wait, I'm sorry, a little, a little under a year since Zuckerberg rechristened Facebook as Meta, internal documents obtained earlier this month revealed that his Metaverse virtual reality universe is struggling to meet its goals. That according to documents that were seen by the Wall Street Journal, the company planned to hit 500,000 users in the VR platform, Horizon Worlds, by the end of 2022. The number at the time of, of this writing is less than 200,000, still well below the revised goal of 280,000 by the end of 2022. The documents also reveal that the majority of those 200,000 users don't come back after entering the system only once, with many complaining that the areas are bereaved of other users. They've also complained that Avatar is floating around eerily with no legs, an issue that Meta says it'll fix in the coming months. Since spring of 2022, the number of users on Horizon Worlds has been declining. Less than 10% of the worlds in Metaverse receive more than 50 visits, and the majority of those worlds receive zero. I mean... Is, is Mark Zuckerberg really going to let the metaverse completely collapse his empire? It certainly seems like it, right? The company will also end its lease of the 200,000 square foot office space at 225 Park South Avenue in, Flat, in the Flatiron District of Manhattan. 225 Park Avenue South has served us a great bridge space to get us to our new offices in Hudson Yards and Farley, said Meta spokesperson. The closure comes as Meta has been combining New York office spaces in advance for the plans of the enormous 1.5 million square foot Hudson Yards office. I mean, there's no reason they need to be in Flatiron. Like the, these companies being in these big cities, I guess, like for hiring purposes. But like Google doesn't seem to have a problem. They build a whole campus and then people just move there. In summer, it backed out of its plans to expand 770 Broadway offices by 300,000 square feet. Meta currently has four offices in New York City. Uh, with the expansion of the office paused and the departure from 225 Park Avenue to take place, company will be focusing on Hudson Yards. I don't really care. Okay. On Friday, Twitter employees braced for widespread layoffs as new owner Elon Musk overhauled the social platform. Now, Meta is going to do it. We're what we're what we're witnessing now is essentially a, another dot com crash. In the way that not maybe in in the way that not necessarily it was the first time around, but these companies got huge, bloated. They got cocky. They started worrying about, you know, uh, they started worrying about getting involved in helping presidential elections. They started getting, you know, called to Congress and all this kind of stuff. Instead of focusing on their product, suddenly TikTok came up and now Facebook's like, oh, we have, we have, um, we have, sh uh, reels or shorts or whatever they're called. Check these out too late. It's too late. YouTube, I think, has done actually a pretty good job integrating it into their app, forcing it on people, 
you know, Instagram, which is owned by Facebook, has their reels, which I think is helping it. But nothing's going to stop the juggernaut that is TikTok. You wonder if Zuckerberg is uh, in the ear of some people in Washington talking about how suddenly he's worried about national security again, uh, trying to get TikTok banned. It's going to be interesting to see when these layoffs hit, but that is a massive cut. Maybe they should have focused on improving their product than policing quote-unquote misinformation over the past five years. Maybe that would have helped. Hope you enjoyed this video. We'll talk to you again real soon.